got this law. Start date, 2022, 10-31, 22-35-13. All right. So, <clears throat> my thought right now is that the definitions that I'm extracting from the types of abstract syntax trees that I found actually define their own neural layers. So we're going to see them as a recipe for constructing layers that will be created to capture exactly that data type and that we can compile all types of information that we know about that data type and examples and so forth and we can pre-train the network for that data type or that function we can see it as a function we can see it as a type it depends on your viewpoint okay so we can use a functional viewpoint or a data type viewpoint meaning more of a turing or more of a uh, lambda but the state machine turing machine view where we have states and instructions versus the functional view where we have lambdas and we have replacements lambda x lambda x as defining a function as a series of replacements so not even necessarily a um, state-driven uh, viewpoint and a data structure viewpoint as in data types are generally considered from the Turing model of data being formatted and I suppose we'll have those same formats in a functional uh, language as well just packaged in a different form but they'll be compatible so the same would apply for both views or labels or roots of looking at the system attention points so we're just going to treat functions and function declarations as attention points and data types as attention points and give them both attention in the neural network and the matrix <clears throat> so we're going to construct the matrix of functions functions live in modules and functions use each other Modules use modules, projects use projects. We have a whole hierarchy of usage. And then we have like stack overflow and copy and paste and snippets. More usage, parameters, examples, how to use people talking about the software. 
So the social aspect in words, words that don't fit into dictionaries, or actually words that even are in dictionaries, and the connections between the dictionaries and the data types. And we found that programs and WordNet, we found programs exist, software, software creators, software languages, types of languages, and so forth. So I'm thinking of the attention, and then I want to use a, um, page ranking system to find the most significant, most important items. And we're going to have to apply this whole algorithm to a bunch of these different data types individually and look at them individually, look at the functions individually, look at the data types individually, the class definitions individually and together, how they relate, and basically create like UML diagrams out of them and try and understand them at a high level, how they interact, how they use each other statically and then we're going to do data flow diagrams and show how the data flows at runtime and i think that also comes down to the page rank algorithm and we can filter the different paths and evaluate them so we're going to rank them visualize them allow for annotation, maybe export them into the Protege or Semantic Web Annotation Toolkit of some kind, connected to the Semantic Web again, Introspector project. But finally, I have the, cell, the CPU, and then I also have more brain power and more learning, and I learn more math. So we're creating an artificial intelligence of our own. trying to find and bootstrap myself into this world my own bootstrap my own coming of age and it's almost like a quine that something that you create and then it copies you print out the code and it'll copy itself like kind of like that maybe but I think I have something now I have the here and the now. I've, I've, I've captured the moment through meditation and contemplating the spiritual and the heart, the heart chakra connecting to the spirit chakra. And that path through the mind, through the abyss, through the dark night of the soul, through the the desert and the infinite, and through the matrix. The mind is the matrix. <clears throat> it's the rude approximation of the world it's just the numbers the statistics but mine is is the AI like it sees all these patterns and it thinks that it's smart but where is the soul the connection between the heart and the soul. And that's metaphysics, I guess. That's the internal model. That's the occult. That's the um, 
the imaginary and I guess I was contemplating the imaginary and connecting that <clears throat> to the real so the imagination and uh, when we create software we also want some imagination and I'm creating visualizations of the software so I created a visualization of the evaluation graph what uses what to create what value and then basically it all breaks down to bits and then to ints and then maybe to strings in more complicated types but basically the evaluation always goes down to bits and numbers ranges string comparisons like on the far end of it and i want to be able to trace those back and show what manipulations or what what manipulations are related to what data structures, for example? What fields? So we can connect those two together. And then we can maybe train some AI to do those manipulations. We can train it on that particular manipulation. And then we can train the AI to recognize that manipulation. Or to produce it. To, to emulate it. And then we can combine those different pieces into more, more, more and more layers. We can train them automatically or generate pattern generate them somehow compile them or have an ai learn them how to do it we can even just train it the hard way like fill the cache and once we have that cache information then we can train an ai to try and guess that what the next iteration is going to be like a second layer ai Like we could train an AI between the iterations of the training, right? And we would train an AI to try and predict what the next training step would be, what the next training result would be from that output, or what the next training result should be. <coughs> and then have a difference. So we'd have two competing AIs. Multiple ones. And then we could... So, yeah do tons and tons of stuff and boil the ocean but we can pay attention to what's important self-attention networks and self-attention because you're closest to yourself and you're the best one to pay attention to yourself and to take care of yourself more than anyone else. And you can do the most for yourself and the people around you. Be of most value to them. How, what would be the most valuable thing you could do for everybody to make their lives a richer and more positive thing, well, place? That's the question. Well, think about that. Peace out. Okay, so we want to find the digital twin. So for each type of object that we have found in the graph, in each field that we have found, we want to actually then search for the definition of that or the usage of that in the object level on the EST. So 
or class types or class defs we would then look for usages of class def and um, what kind of values it would actually um, take and how we could trade on those and same thing for function def we would look at function defs and we would try and vectorize or we would define custom built vector fun vectorization functions for the function def and its arguments and we would um, each argument would be a layer or multiple layers and we'd have different layouts we'd have to look at that all of that so you have encoding layers for each argument for each input and then output encodings with return values and then process be like a transformer you train a transformer for each function and of course we would prioritize this and we would start with simple ones and divide and conquer take the start with the boolean functions and the boolean logic and the easy ones and prove boolean logic in this system you know start with the tautologies and map them onto there and show how they hold use that to enlighten the network and start the whole process uh, get the whole process kickstarted so that would be like one root in the imaginary that you would then tie into this synthetic and then show the the related so synthetic meaning from the input output and the imaginary meaning in the mind we're mapping those onto each other because the computer doesn't understand it it just has a point like a semantic web url an idea a concept so we're basically going to create a concept map that are urls to things in the mind and we'll just start with like uh okay modules you know software projects software computer systems sold with software or software that runs the computer systems as projects with versions that are committed by people working on those projects each commit adding some value or actually or adding problems to the system we want to assess the quality of those commits and create an AI that understands that. So it would be an AI QA system. And uh, we would... Someone is beeping me. We would train... We would train a system to test software and basically we could start with the ASTs where we're testing them so we start out by extracting some concepts some high-level things and then start to build a model of them and then to uh, test that model and to build better and better models of the pieces and then to start uh, combining them together but we're going to train on each individual part starting with the top level 
as I said, logic. We're going to start with the, sim the simplest Boolean logic with uh, bits and um, find those representations in the graph and then visualize them and then go from there. Oh. And then we could try different neural architectures and we could try growing them from a uh, genetic algorithms and other heuristics and so forth. So, and we could use that to to breed the best representations for each uh, different data type. It doesn't even have to be. Uh, <clears throat> it doesn't even have to be perfect. We could feed it a vectorized uh, form of the uh, input, and then just. <clears throat> let the AI generate some representation from that and then we would test it and then rank them and then take the best and mutate them together because their code would actually be transformers which are neural representations so we're basically going to train transformers on, on these functions and if it's just a data type then the function is going to be you know serialize it, deserialize it encode it, decode it each data type, you know, uh, explain it or create a neural network to hold the data and maybe analyze that as well. Create data frames for, for it. And, you know, we're talking about each instance of this would be a different uh, data type, right? So if we're looking at class def, like that's the set of all the class defs, so we would have a whole set, we have a whole ton of them uh, that we want to learn about. We'd want to see what field names are most common, commonly implemented, and most probable, which ones would probably occur together. And then I guess we could break down the field names into actually what the name means, like the parts of the name. Or we could just try and tokenize it with different tokenizers and then learn the meanings from maybe just treating it as nodes in a search graph and then using the attention algorithm to just pay attention to all the different parts of the node, the name graph that could be used to construct other names. And then we would look for connections between them, overlaps or functions that transform them into permutations that can be quickly applied to then generate new possibilities, to then match, so it's like transformer rules that we can learn. And I think that could be very useful, we could learn a whole model, a language model um, and create parsing rules for parsing that language from the definitions. We could find out topological sorting. Start from the bottom, build it bottom-up, bootstrap it. 
bootstrap. So you can bootstrap on a list and just use Lisp, which is basically what I've been doing all these years. It's just building huge lists of lists, big databases. And then it's like, well, this part of the list defines that part of the list and constrains this part of the list. This maps onto that. This is an analogy for that. Like, can we look for analogies in the graph where one part kind of describes or maps onto the other part? Those are the data types. Those are the classes mapping onto the objects. So we already have some of that already. Now if we can train it. So I have the data map that I've extracted. And now I can maybe train the AI to extract it. And use my resulting graph that I've collected as a, a target to pay attention to. I can map that onto human language elements that give more relationships between the objects, like functions and modules. It's like we put this function in this module for this reason, and there's a narrative in the project. So each project has a narrative to it. Each person has a thread, the thread of the Greeks that they're following. everyone's doing their thing you know and even if I'm running computation I mean okay and then we can intersect that personal world with the compute world where the compute world is doing its thing and, and we're just feeding into it like one commit at a time really Okay, so that's kind of like the timeline and how our threads intersect through open source code or closed source code or whatever commits into a stream. Streams get merged. Stream of random is one such stream. And I don't necessarily have to dump everything into the stream of random. I could actually turn it into something more valuable. You know? Not everything has to go into the output bit bucket of the world. So, but I really think I have achieved some kind of self-reflection or self-attention, um, self-feedback loop. So I'm kind of happy with that. Um, maybe that will lead to a more balanced me, more tuned in me. Attention is all we need, is the name of the paper. And I've been studying it, and it's like, just pay attention to the important stuff with the neurons. Pay attention to the important stuff, and the rest will follow. So, uh, that's, uh, that's a crazy idea. So I'm thinking we're going to just train the neurons to pay attention, and we're going to allocate the neurons. We're going to see the first layer has 
like sensing these are the types okay so now for each of these type we're going to allocate like a, a field each field of the type we're going to allocate some some data and trade on that its own neural network you know that'll get trained on that particular part of the graph instead of doing the uh, graph neural networks but maybe I can just do the graph neural networks and just do it properly. I haven't exploited them to the very end. All right. Well, I need to think about this some more.